Thanks for tuning in to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we chat with today's most successful and inspiring health leaders. Hey, I want to personally invite you to our first inaugural Healthcare Thinkathon. It's a conference at the Outcomes Rocket and the IU Center for Health Innovation and Implementation Sciences has teamed up on. We're going to put together silo-crushing practices just like we do here on the podcast, except it's going to be live. With inspiring keynotes and panelists to set the tone, we're conducting a meeting where you could be part of drafting the blueprint for the future of healthcare. That's right. You could be a founding member of this group of talented industry and practitioner leaders. Join me and 200 other inspiring health leaders for the first inaugural Healthcare Thinkathon. It's an event that you're not going to want to miss. And since there's only 200 tickets available, you're going to want to act soon. So how do you learn more? Just go to outcomesrocket.health/conference. For more details on how to attend, that's outcomesrocket.health/conference, and you'll be able to get all the info that you need on this amazing healthcare thinkathon. That's outcomesrocket.health/conference. Welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we chat with today's most successful and inspiring health leaders. I really thank you for tuning into the podcast, and I welcome you to go to outcomesrocket.health/reviews, where you could rate and review today's podcast. Because we have an amazing leader on the podcast today, and we're coming in with a different angle today. She is an entrepreneur that has a focus. In digital platforms, but in particular, a value-added marketing platform where education meets marketing, so that you could share your message with your end user or patient and have the greatest impact. She's a builder. She's a learner. She's a risk taker. She's a motivator, a rainmaker, and speaker. Her name is Sharice. Hawkins, the CEO of PageDip. And so uh, I, I want to go ahead and open up the microphone to Sharice to fill in some of the gaps in the introduction that I missed. Sharice, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm smiling at, at hearing all of those wonderful adjectives and very excited to be a part of the podcast today. The only thing I would add is I came at this particular path, an unorthodox environment. I'm an engineer and a technologist by training. One of my first jobs was being a Walt Disney Imagineer and designing roller coasters. Very and cool. now I find myself CEO of a software development um, organization uh, with a detour through corporate America and being the vice president of software development at Time Warner Cable. So when people say, you know, how did you end up with a CEO of a software <laughs> company focused on the, on the medical space? I have to tell you, it was not a linear path, but I'm thrilled to be here. And I have to say that what we're working on now and the impact we've had with individuals, it's probably had the most, it's the most fulfilling of anything that I've worked on, including Disneyland, Euro Disney roller coasters. That's so awesome, Sharice. And listeners, I met Sharice at a, at a health IT meeting and we just kicked it off. She's just electrifying personality, really knows how to connect with people. And I think, you know, it's that putting that care back in healthcare no matter how it is that you do it, that really matters. And so that's what really struck me about Sharice. And I said, we got to get you on the podcast. And folks, I don't know if you know this, but Sharice was also on Shark Tank. She was up on the <laughs> stage, right, Sharice? <laughs> yes, 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 we were. Now, also recently, I was, I was looking through the, the news feed here. I saw you on Vanity Fair. Oh, my gosh, yes. Just this month. Tell us a little uh, bit Vanity more about that. Vanity Fair reached out to a number of individuals, women CEOs, actually women CEOs of color, 
and asked us to be a part of a piece that ran in April's magazine. It was a fantastic experience being able to be recognized. So the women that were in this piece, I was one of 26 women who we had one photograph taken and some details around what we do. But it was really highlighting the fact that so many women are, are turning to entrepreneurship and starting companies. It's a really interesting groundswell of economic growth. And so they highlighted um, the 26 of us. And I was, I was one of the members in that, uh, in that, in that piece. Super awesome, Cherise. There's, since the beginning, you've taken a, a, an unconventional path and an exciting one. And so one of the things that I want to kick off our conversation with, Cherise, is, is really giving the listeners an understanding, level setting them to what PageDip, your platform, does. Absolutely. So PageDip, is, it, it was born out of frustration on the part of our team of how we're currently engaging with, with content. And we're awash with content right now in all sorts of forms, and we notice a couple of things. The first is that we tend to consume content based on what extension it is. So if you send me a text file or a PDF or a movie or an audio file, there's different behaviors or even a, a web link. There's different behaviors that we make assumptions around of how we're going to move through that content, how we will store it, remember it, go back to it or not, whether it's current or whether it's not. And there's really no reason that that comes out of, you know, 20 years of maybe PDFs were created. I don't know how long they've been around, but we're, we're falling into those same, some unhelpful traps of having what we refer to as stale, unengaging content and not being able to share it very easily or go back to it. So it was born out of primarily this frustration. In the early days, we, we weren't considering how that would have a positive impact in the healthcare space, but that uh, became really apparent. We can talk about that a little bit later. So at the heart of what we do is we are experts in creating interactive, engaging, uh, ever current and measurable content. And what that looks like is a responsive document uh, called a page dip that can be shared in a number of ways. Uh, it could be a part of someone's website. About 20% of our clients use it in that way. It can be a replacement for something that you might print out and hand to someone. It can be something that you send to someone's phone or have them utilize in a mobile or a smaller screen device. And there's elements that allow you to telescope in and see additional information, we call them BINKS, B-I-N-K-S, that allow you to go in and actually delve into the information and understand even more. So the key benefits are being current, engaging, measurable, and really being able to help drive the content reader towards a desired call to action and make this entire process very, very fast easy and actually fun for the content creator. That's a great, great way of, of summarizing what you guys do. And listeners, if you haven't seen what Sharice just described, go to their website. It's pagedip.com. And you'll find that their website really just goes through the functionality and the way that the layout of their tools makes your information easier to access, friendlier to access. And let's face it, PDFs and, and printouts oftentimes become either a fan in the summer or a doorstop that don't actually get used. <laughs> and so at the end of the day, why not make it interactive? And that's what they're doing. And so I love this, uh, Sharice. And so when you think about what got you to focus this on healthcare, you know, the answers could be plentiful, but what would you say the core reason that you focused this initiative on healthcare, where you could have focused it on a lot of different things, but you landed on healthcare? Why is that? That's a great question. And I'm smiling because when people look at the tool, they say, 
This could be used for, for anything, basically whatever they've read most recently, they say, why don't you go into this space? And the reason healthcare, it definitely, we have our team, our culture is really interested in how we can help humanity. And healthcare was, you know, an excellent space to be able to do that in. But more practically, more tactically, I should say, when we were on the show Shark Tank, as you mentioned before, the first two organizations that contacted us, I mean, there was millions of viewers. We had a really interesting, you know, kind of tidal wave of excitement that came towards us. But the first two people that contacted us was the World Health Organization and wow. GE Healthcare. Huh. And at the time, Amazing. we were pitching something. I will save you the time of having to go look up the, the show. The Sharks did not uh, provide us money. Um, we were looking at more of long-form and e-book-like space at the time. Huh. So the fact that those two organizations, well-respected organizations, saw the technology aligned in a slightly different way and thought that it would apply so well to medical was a really big wake-up call for us. Absolutely. The second thing that caused, yeah, yeah, the second thing that allowed us to you know, really be open to this change was the fact that we all have people in our lives that are dealing with difficult medical situations. And I happened to have a friend at the time that was going through a pretty dire situation. And we looked at and tried to help that person with their understanding of what was happening. It was a very frustrating process. And we talked about how to share information with friends and family and how to have a, a higher education understanding of what was going to the process they were going through and realized that this was a really great way to make their lives a little bit easier. Super, super interesting, Sharice, and super glad that you landed in healthcare. How did you deal with those sharks? Did you eat them alive? <laughs> Tell me you ate them alive. I haven't seen your episode. <laughs> you know, what, what was interesting about that is we're very much, you know, engineering led, you know, kind of technical individuals. And so we weren't reality TV yeah. So we went in yeah. and did a very straight pitch and talked about the value proposition. But I will tell you that the, uh, you know, what you see on, on, on the show versus uh, the experience, we got a lot of interesting feedback that didn't necessarily make the, the final cut. But several of the sharks said the publishing industry is one place you can go, but there are a lot of other industries that have even bigger need for this type of interactive content. And we recommend that you you know, kind of consider those because at the, at the time, things like eBooks, you know, the, the cost of them were, were falling. And so there was some great advice, particularly from Barbara, that there is a great market for this. You need to go out and find the best fit. It, and that's when we got the call. So it all, awesome. it all worked out the way it was supposed to. That's so great. You know, it sounds like you were still able to get some good guidance. Barbara helped you out and you left with maybe something even more valuable than money. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. That's awesome. I'm a firm believer that things happen for you, not to you. And, uh, mm. and, and so <laughs> you like that one? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. You know, whenever, whenever you find yourself in a tough spot, I always ask myself or, or I talk to my wife about this or my son. It's like, all right, it's happening for us, not to us. We're just maybe not seeing it right now. And it's cool to hear your story, Sharice, because this is a great example of that, right? You know, if they would have given you a million dollars on an idea that wasn't fitting well, then heck, that would have sucked. Yeah, yeah. You know, instead I, they led you in the right direction. And being part of a emerging technology, it's really important to, to get those subtle messages and to look for those sort of tweaks to the path to find the, the place where you're going to make the biggest impact. So I absolutely believe you have to have, you have to be laser focused on the one hand to, to go quickly and efficiently in the direction that you're headed, but you also have to have some peripheral vision to understand where those opportunities might lie that are just, you know, kind of 
left of center, but they're the mm-hmm. ones that you really need to pursue. And that's exactly what's happened as we've gotten uh, closer to and begun to do more work in the medical space in a number of different areas. That's a great point, Cherise. Listeners, take this note and apply it to whatever you're doing, right? Whether you be in clinic practicing or whether you be at the executive level looking to move some levers to create change, you've got to take a look at all the different angles because it's oftentimes that angle that maybe you didn't anticipate. Check out the periphery and the results that you could get could be pretty amazing. Sharice, can you chat with us a little bit about how you guys have improved outcomes with your platform so far? Yes, there are, when we decided to to make this switch, there are a number of institutions that began to reach out to us and we worked with them around reimagining their content to put it in a form that's, again, engaging, current, and measurable. One of the things I I like to share is we did our own, we believe in focus group testing, we also believe in uh, talking to individuals directly. So last year, last fall, we actually pulled 100 patients and provided them with some content, as I call a flat document, and it's a page dip. Over 90% of them said they preferred page dips. And the reason was because it allowed them to access material on any screen size. We met them where they were. They were mm-hmm. also able to, as I said before, telescope in and learn more about what area they might have questions for. And we were able to help the, the content provider know what was happening with this particular audience. So that data point alone, we had one person said that they prefer paper, and it was because they wanted to be able to enlarge it and sort of deal with it from a disabilities standpoint. So we took that feedback and actually turned our authoring environment into an ADA compliant solution. And now we've taken that that last little uh, kind of barrier to wanting to use page dips away. And now people can look at these through screen readers and um, have an easier time to get the information no matter what their kind of visual constraints might be. So that was really fantastic. Data has great experience and we got this opportunity to work closely with the blinded organization in Boulder uh, in Colorado and learn more about ADA compliance and reaching people where they are. That's awesome. Yeah. And I just, you know, imagine yourself sitting in, let's just say the doctor's office, you get taken care of, and then you're off to your appointment. We all have so many appointments to go to, but we leave that document in the car and it just so happens that your next appointment is late. Well, guess what? If you had page dip, you could pull it up on your phone and get ahead of the game. But if you had a PDF, it'd be sitting in your car. So kind of cool to think about the potential that, that this technology has, Sharice. In your mind, what does the future look like? And what is the number one thing that you guys are going to help alleviate with this? Well, one of the things that's less intuitive is for, in this case, non-HIPAA compliant content, often people need to share material with others in their care network. And for example, we, we did a project that helps with parents of critically ill children after surgery. And one of the biggest requests was, how do I send this information to the grandparents of the child or, the, or other caregivers? So I do think that sometimes we get very focused on the patient and clinician uh, relationship, but there's an, an entire other group of individuals that are part of the well-being and the outcomes for any given situation. And so being able to provide everyone, again, with the most current, uh, the best up-to-date information in a way that they can consume it will really change the dynamics. And I think it will have even further impacts on 
outcomes and accessibility for information in ways that we can't really predict right now, but just one simple one is this ability to have the same data in front of everyone, make sure, and it's the absolute latest and greatest, and allows people to look at content, whether it's in a printed form or incorporated in a video or, or other methods of learning or, or marketing. And I'd like to say, you know, whenever holograms are available, we'll be the first to incorporate those as well. We, we enjoy being on the cutting edge, but we also recognize that text and being able to reread, skim, and, and take notes around text is still a very vital part of the way we communicate. Yeah, very cool. And the one thing that I will say, listeners, is that the reason why the Outcomes Rocket exists is to knock down silos, right? Crush silos mm -hmm. to make healthcare better. And so what I want to do right now is open up the invitation for you to, if you're listening to this and you think of a new application or an application that somehow this could be useful to you, again, just go to pagedip.com, check out what we've been talking about. But also at the end of the podcast, Sharice is going to give you her information so that you can reach out if something about this podcast resonated with you and if you want to collaborate. You open to that, Sharice? Absolutely. I welcome any and all um, suggestions and I will make a commitment. I, I really make, I will personally follow up with whoever wants to provide that, that sort of insight. It's, it's vital and I really take that seriously. So I will, oh, it might be midnight, but I will personally follow up with all of those uh, suggestions. I love it. Cherise, thank you for that. Listeners, you heard the woman. She is going to follow up with you personally. So if I heard that and I had a connection or just a dot to connect with what she's doing, I would totally take her up on that. So coming from a busy woman like her. So no doubt this is a pretty amazing platform, Sharice. And I know that you guys are, are making a big difference with this. In your thoughts, what would you say the number one way to improve outcomes is through value-added marketing? I really think it's understanding what people are, first meeting them where they are. I think that's really number one. And we have assumptions around, even by certain demographics, what people want to experience, what they don't want to experience. Oh, my grandmother would never do that because we have found, we've really shattered some of those perceptions around who is digitally connected. The number of people that have phones, for example, smartphones and are comfortable with them is surprising in some ways and not surprising at all in others. So first of all, meeting people where they are and making sure that they have access in a way that's the most convenient for them. And it's our responsibility as, as communicators to take responsibility for that. The other thing is really being able to have a way to have a feedback loop and iterate on content. So we often help people reimagine material. The first thing I ask them is, what do you want someone to do immediately following reading this, this content. And you'd be surprised at how many people look at, look at us and say, I've never thought of that. You're communicating, you're sharing this information for a reason and bringing that to the forefront. It's not an afterthought. We can certainly ha help with those call to action. We've got examples around where we've been able to put certain call to action incentives in place or, or widgets, if you might want to call them that, in place. Mm -hmm. And we see a, a really direct correlation between uh, giving people interactive content and having them take a step towards whatever that next step might be, whatever the goal is. It's fascinating. It is a little bit of psychology, a little bit of making sure that the navigational flow moves in a way that's natural for us humans to move through. 
but it's been a really fascinating process and we actually have data that shows this is a better experience. Yeah, sure. You know, and, and the thing that comes to mind, uh, thanks for sharing that when, with your thoughts on, on the topic of, you know, making things accessible, refreshable and getting feedback is, is this helping achieve your outcomes? I think one of the things that we have to realize is as healthcare leaders is that marketing needs to be measurable. I mm-hmm. think the days mm-hmm. of marketing is a black box are over. We just, we yes. just you know, right, Sharice? I mean, we just can't live with that belief. Yeah, it's much easier to do now. Um, one of my original mentors many years ago said, you get what you measure. And we weren't talking Amen. about content in that context, but it's absolutely true. And we've seen uh, differences when we start to ask these questions and we get very clear about what we want people to do. You really can move the needle. And, you know, I I think about the juxtaposition of somebody's marketing information, like, for instance, I don't know, I just bought a safe, right? And, and I looked at the reviews. and, And then when you look at reviews, they got the thumbs up and thumbs down. Was this helpful? Why don't we have that? in our marketing materials, because if it wasn't helpful, let's get it off the page. And, yeah. and with, with an asset like PageDip, you're able to get that type of feedback versus not. And so again, the call to action to the health leader today with regard to this subject is make sure that you're measuring your marketing, because if you're not, then you're selling yourself, your patients, your customers short. Wouldn't you agree, Sharice? Yes, if I could piggyback on that too, we've learned what I call the six best practices around what makes content engaging and memorable. There's a way that we move through content that is really important. And in a digital world, there's definitely patterns around how people consume, remember, engage, and and enjoy something. And one thing that we've noticed is when you're a content creator, we've read hundreds, we've created hundreds of of page tips and we read a lot of, of material. And what I really talk about reimagining because from a content creator's perspective, it's impossible for you to have an understanding of what someone's experience will be when they come to this material fresh, cold. We all have our own industry, you know, acronyms and jargon. And it's really impossible for your brain to sort of separate what you know and what you live in day to day with someone who's never experienced. They've never seen that word before. Yeah. And we are, I don't want to say opposed, it's hard for people to admit when they don't understand someone. So there's, there's this natural gap between those that have the expertise and they know and those that are coming to the content for the first time and they're trying to learn about a particular topic. And we've figured out, you know, what are the six best practices to make that gap smaller and smaller? So folks, if you want those six best practices, go to outcomesrocket.health slash page dip and you're going to find them there. Sharice, I'm excited to share these things with the listeners. I'm excited to continue to see you guys expand in in the use cases. And I just really want to thank you for being with us today. Before we conclude, I'd love if you could just share a closing thought with the listeners and then the best place where they could get a hold of you. Absolutely. The best place to reach us is at pagetip.com. And you can also email direct info at pagetip.com. Really easy ways to, to reach us. In terms of closing thoughts, I love the fact that we are at this juncture of so much different types of content and the more accessible content than ever before. I do think that in order to differentiate yourself from the the, the wave of material that's out there, it is important to understand how people perceive it and they prefer to engage with it. So doing what's always been done will get you the same outcome. 
And I think this idea of narrative flow and a, a single destination for current material is a completely different, it's a, it's a paradigm shift on how we've been pulling together material in the past. But we've proven that I do, without a, single, without a doubt, believe this is the way for the future and that this is the way that people are going to expect to have content brought forward to them moving forward. So we're really excited to be a part of that new paradigm shift. Uh, there's a long way to go, but um, have made some great progress. And we would, again, very much welcome new applications, suggestions, questions, pilots for making this you know, kind of take the world by storm. Outstanding, Cherise. Listeners, take that personal invitation from this amazing woman and visit outcomesrocket.health slash page dip to get those six insights, as well as the best place to contact Cherise, as well as the links to the things that we've talked about and a full transcript of what we described. So Cherise, again, just want to say thank you on behalf of all of us, and we're looking forward to staying in touch with you. It was a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast. If you want the show notes, inspiration, transcripts, and everything that we talked about on this episode, just go to outcomesrocket.health. And again, don't forget to check out the amazing Healthcare Thinkathon, where you can get together to form the blueprint for the future of healthcare. You can find more information on that and how to get involved in our theme, which is implementation is innovation. Just go to outcomesrocket.health slash conference. That's outcomesrocket.health slash conference. Be one of the 200 that will participate. Looking forward to seeing you there.